1: Good morning. Hello. Good afternoon. Good evening. Hello to the world. Hello, our beautiful friends. Don't let the turkeys get you down. Don't let those turkeys get you down. I love turkeys. You know, when you talk about people and you compare them to pigs or cows or turkeys, it makes me sad because I love all these animals. What's a good (laughs) word to describe people who just get you down, who take you away from your good path? I'm not talking about your good friends, I'm, and I'm talking to all of our good-hearted people, right? I'm talking about our loving people that go around, go about their lives, walking their walk, and you're in some ways accosted by people who totally try to throw you off. I don't know if it's intentional, sometimes it is, sometimes it's not, sometimes it's just the way they are. And if you hear enough of this chatter, it can really mess you up.
0: Call them party poopers.
1: Oh, yeah, party poopers.
0: Every party has a pooper, that's why we invited you, party pooper. Oh my god, okay. Uh Oh wait, that was a song, uh oh, I hope we don't get in trouble for that.
1: Uh, So for example, I'm a yoga teacher, but there's so many people now telling you how to breathe. So like, case in point, breathing. I was, um, I I found myself, well, let let me give you the list that just went through my head. There are people who are telling you how to breathe. There are people who are telling you how to communicate. There are people who are telling you how to even pray. And I'm not a particular religion here, so don't get thrown off by that. But that's another thing that's happened. Like if you use the G word, God or whatever, now you're, you know, spirit, whatever, right? It messes people up this is what I'm going to explain to you why and why you shouldn't let that mess you up because it can actually help you. But like I've experienced it in photography. I have experienced it in baking, cooking, raising kids. There are all these party poopers who are telling you you're doing it wrong, that you need to do it in this particular sequence. Otherwise it doesn't work. Case in point, there are all these like quote unquote visualization experts give me a break. Like telling you, oh, well, you have to do it this way. You have to do step one, two, three before. Otherwise you'll never get what you want. This is why your life is not working out. No, just, it's just all too much garbage guys. So this morning I was trying to calm down and I'm like, let me breathe. I'm not even breathing. And then I thought of all the voices, even me, like All the things I've read and all the voices now, that are saying, oh, you need to do box breathing. You need to do this kind of breathing. You need to hold it for this many seconds. And like all these like, oh, and you have to breathe in from your feet and breathe in from the top of your head and let it go through. You know what I mean? It is just too much, guys. So I just decided, because all that was in my head, just to take one breath because Mm -hmm. I was stressing out. And I was lying down in bed just stressing out. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to breathe ugly.
0: (laughs) I'm just going to breathe ugly. Okay. (laughs)
1: Which means I'm just going to let my belly get as big and fat as possible. You know, like as women, especially like you don't want to breathe because you don't want to stick your belly out. Right. You always want to look thin and that really gets in the way of your health. So breathe like no one's watching, you know, like dance, like no one's watching. Mm -hmm. Like, I just decided to take a deep breath and let the belly just like expand in all ways, right? Like a job of the hut kind of expansion. And I immediately felt better because <laughs> I, I naturally breathed out again, like my body just did it for me. And it's amazing how that one breath made me feel better. I didn't follow the rules, I just did what was natural. I just stopped listening. But there are people out there, like even in photography, I remember there were a few years, even to this day actually, that I was, um, I went through major schooling for photography and then I went to schooling again because I'm always trying to learn more, right? And then you get people, professors, teachers, who don't want, some people don't want you to succeed. Some people just want to show their expertise and show that they know best, that you know nothing. If you pay attention too much to that as a good-hearted person, as a person that's already doing your thing, you're doing well. If you pay too much attention to this, it can really throw you off your game. So for photography, for instance, I got so caught up in the... the. Is it called minutia? The, just the technical, it's, it's not necessary. Once you have it down, once you understand the technical, why make things complicated? Just do your thing. You know, even if it's not the technical, technical side, then it's the aesthetics, right? You know, what are you trying to convey? And like, how are you composing it? And, And like all these rules for art, the only rule should be your heart and your emotions.
0: See, I'm not sure if I 100% agree with where you're at because we have a problem I think as a society that we want to quickly leap from kind of apprenticeship to mastery. So That's
1: not what I'm talking about. Well, I just want I'm to not ma- saying- I just want to make
0: sure we emphasize this point because I always tell people, you know, learn the rules, then break them. But Learn the rules first. Matt,
1: that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when you are already on your path. When
0: you're already on your path.
1: You've already studied and you keep studying. There are people who come in and say you're doing it wrong. Right. Because they just want to show their... Expertise, and
0: there you go. And I completely agree. It's just I want to make sure. And I, I, I heard you say it. I did. I just wanted to make sure that that point was emphasized. But
1: like, let's talk about raising kids. I don't know if it happens to you, but as a mom, as a woman, I am constantly, constantly, in different ways. Sometimes it's not so upfront, like where you can say, "Oh, this is exactly what they said." Sometimes it's just sneaky. People are constantly judging. My parenting or like saying what is best for our kids where they don't know. They know nothing about our kids and our family. Right. Well, and- they assume too much and you know, it It can really mess you up, especially when you're tired, especially when you're questioning yourself already because raising kids is no joke. It is horrifying and frightening and You're tired all the time. You're giving it all you have. And then you hear all these voices that are telling you you're doing it wrong. Where you're kind of judging yourself anyway because you want to make sure you're doing it right. I'm just saying that kind of stuff messes you up. Stuff that should come naturally through love. But like, case in point, the breathing thing. Or visualization. All those like, quote unquote gurus and... Mm -hmm. Give me a break, man. Come on. (laughs) You know, if I tell you, do you want a cup of coffee? That's visualization. You in your mind visualize the cup of coffee. That's all you need.
0: Where's my coffee?
1: Go get it.
0: (laughs) Do you? I I completely get it. And that takes us kind of, in my mind at least, to the next level of understanding and knowledge. And that is that anybody can throw facts at you all day, all night it's until you internalize them and make them your own that it becomes wisdom and somebody expressing this is how you visualize well guess what this is how they visualize and that works really well for them won't necessarily work well for you because guess what you're a completely different person you it may work
1: well, what but it I, may not what i'm saying is you know you know best you know you know it, 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 you're your own if if i can equate it to you're a super a highly performance kind of vehicle, like -hmm. a, like a super car, right? You know how you drive. You know where all your gears are. You know how to drive it. If someone comes in, let's say you're a Lamborghini. Someone comes in and they're a Ferrari. I bet you they don't really know all the ins and outs of the Lamborghini. They have to figure it out. But like, you know, here comes a Ferrari telling you how to drive. You as a Lamborghini, you are the Lamborghini, whatever. I don't know cars. I'm just saying, I don't know. You know, I'm just trying to make an example.
0: Right. And no, no, no. Again, completely get it. I completely understand. Again, it's these pieces of interesting, almost trivia, but not trivia, but like pieces of something that then can be transformed once you internalize them into knowledge. And that is indeed... Yes, first gear is good for this, second gear is good for that, but how I get to first gear, how I get to second gear on my car is different. Paddle shifters, Auto Magic, um, you know, uh, stick shift, whatever did it is. You say automagic. Yes, that's I your did. own word, right? No, it isn't. It
1: isn't? I, I always thought you invented that. I, yes, my <laughs>
0: wife, very gullible.
1: What? Stop it. Matt. I
0: didn't invent it, but it's a anyway, very convenient term.
1: Thanks for calling me gullible and stupid. <laughs> I didn't, hey. Gullible that's is not a,
0: stupid. Ignorant is not, again, stupid. It's, it's man, what you bring to it.
1: I'm not so gullible. I don't appreciate that. Watch out.
0: Getting in trouble today, folks. That's
1: right. That's right. I'm feeling very frisky. Well,
0: frisky is no, good. No,
1: not frisky. I'm feeling very... Don't mess with me today. <laughs> I'm on fire. <laughs> so yes, boss. So, what I'm saying is... now I. Oh, oh, like, for example, all right? Don't get turned off by what I'm going to say because I know... We are all from different faiths and some of us just whatever. You are you are going about life and life is quite magical. It is electronic, it is it is vibrational, it is everything. It doesn't matter. I'm all religions, so I'm about to start talking about God. But for example, I've always had my own relationship with God. God and I are tight. All right? I know I, I get messages I have been since I was a little kid, but you know, you get these people who are like so religious coming in throughout your life and they say stuff in your presence and it kind of accumulates. So if you don't clean up your atmosphere in your life, these things end up chipping away at and making your life they're chipping away at your life and they're chipping away at your ability to really walk properly. It makes things mucky. For example, when I was a kid, like, okay, for example, this is an example of little voices in your head, right? And they can stick around forever and you need to make sure you wipe it out and clear it pretty much on a daily basis, right? You can call it meditation. You can call it just asking, telling yourself, let's clear that. That's unnecessary. That is garbage that needs to be recycled. That needs to be composted into something beautiful instead of just laying around and being all smelly and icky. (laughs) All right. So, for example, when I was a kid, I don't know, probably five or six years old, Mm -hmm. I was playing with my cousin. And, you know, the family was religious of their own faith, whatever. I was always, since the beginning, my own person. You know, I didn't really, like, I didn't have a particular religion or anything, but I had communication with spirit. Like, I, I knew. I knew who I was, and I knew I knew spirit. I knew God. I, I heard the voice. I, I, it was just part of me. Right. No questioning. But I was playing with my cousin, and out of the blue, she's like, hey, when you go to the bathroom, you should never think about God. <laughs> because God's not going to like that oh dear it's like the worst thing you can do is to think about god in the bathroom so of course don't it,
0: don't think about pink elephants oh god right? i can't stop thinking. so
1: every time i went to the bathroom i had a panic attack i'm like because <gasps> i of course would think about god i'm of like course. i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry to thinking to myself but you know you all know me i get my best messages in the bathroom probably because of that conversation because ever since i can remember i've always had great epiphanies and direction in life by being in the bathroom and i think it's from god <laughs> it is divine i get divine insight i get insight into life when i'm in the bathroom mm-hmm. but do you know what i'm saying all these years that's kind of stuck with me and i had to re- i realized the other night i got to clear that Because what is that saying? I was talking to my friend, Ruth, our friend, Ruth, you met her, she came on our show. We were talking about this last night, that I'm fascinated by how people pray and the words that they choose to link together in an open prayer. Like I'm talking about my friends from all religions, even the ones that aren't religious. It's just fascinating how they, they master, they compose a prayer and I realized I'm afraid to pray out loud because I've heard all these wonderful people so eloquently put together a prayer. Things like spontaneous on the fly, they can come up with something totally eloquent to say for that situation. Whereas I was feeling very self conscious. I'm like, I can't do that. Can I? So I came up with all these questions. I was talking to Ruth about it. Ruth is very spiritual, very of God, you know? Right. And I was like, okay, so I'm having a problem. One is I've been remembering all these things that people have told me, like, don't ask God for anything. God has enough troubles. God is wow. not here to help you with all your little details. I'm like, really? Cause I thought God and I are tight. Like I always ask why not? And I always feel heard, but I had this enough from certain Catholic people. And oh dear! Certain Christians that had really messed me up. It kept happening over and over again throughout my life so far. Like people saying that, like, why are you bothering God with your, basically saying with your stupid asks? God, <laughs> God is busy. I'm like, <laughs> well, isn't God infinite and everywhere? And like, why are you putting man's persona on? god he's
0: he's a dude in a flowing robe who only has time to take care of one thing at a time see again not the tradition i was brought up in i was literally told in confirmation school which is for yeah you people who don't have to deal and there's different traditions but it's how you become you have to go through confirmation class and pass it ironically and then you're accepted as a member of the lutheran church but we were told you can pray like totally like leaning back with your arms out it doesn't matter And we were told you can ask for anything. And even my confirmation little Bible verse was, you know, whatever you ask for in prayer, you shall receive.
1: Right. And that's in the Bible. Right. You know, and.
0: But that's New Testament, not old.
1: Well, I'm just saying, I think maybe I talk to more people and I have different conversations with people. Mm -hmm. And people say the most outrageous stuff to me. You know, people say stuff to me that they would never say to you. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Chalk it up to me being the color that I am and you being the color who knows why I don't know. But I mean, that's just one example. And then another one I heard was God won't hear you unless you voice it out loud. And this goes to the visualization. Oh, Interesting. This goes to the visualization people too. You have to write it down. Right. And I know that's important. True. But they'll say it won't happen unless you write it down. It won't happen unless you voice it out loud. Um, It won't happen. So I'm like, well, does that mean God doesn't hear my my thoughts? And so this was a conversation I was having with Ruth. I'm like, I'm confused now. I'm like, I don't Like, even know. (laughs) She's like, of course. Of course you. And she equated it to, she brought up an actual verse from the Bible, because that's what she does, you know? Right. But she used a story as an example of like how the voice of God is in a whisper of the wind. I'm like, so if it's the voice of God is in the whisper of a wind, so my whispering of my mind is a whisper of the wind to God. So therefore, it works both ways. So God or spirit, whatever you want to call it, can hear. I can just think a thought. I can think a prayer. Is that valid? You know, and I needed that validation from Mm -hmm. someone who's an expert. You know what I mean? Like, in that case, I'm seeking out an expert. Like, can you set me straight? Like, this is what I believed since forever. Mm -hmm. She's like, of course. Of course a, a, a whisper of a thought is heard. Of course. You know?
0: Yeah, but did you ask her about peeing? What do you mean? Well, did you say, it's bad to think of God when I pee?
1: Oh, I we totally talked about that. Yeah. And she's like, that is ridiculous. Like, because <laughs> that's assuming that your body is filthy and God made your body. Like, you are from God. Like, why? It's not filthy. It was just some ridiculous thing my stupid cousin brought up like, when we were five.
0: This wasn't spitty, spit, spit. The spitty, spitty, spit, spit, spit was it?
1: No, it was not Spitty, spit, spit. It and was the cousin that made that nickname for Spitty, spit, spit. Oh,
0: nice. And guess why Spitty, spit, spit had that nickname.
1: By the way, we're translating it from Farsi. We called him, well, I I never called him this, but the cousins called him Tof, Tofu. Tof is Tofu? You know, it's like Spitty, spit, spit. Spitty would be tofu. But Tof means to spit. And so Tofu was his name and it was created by the same cousin who said, don't think of God in the bathroom.
0: (laughs) This person liked to be in charge.
1: Anyway, you've met them. They're nuts, these people. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, where were we anyways? We're talking about... Experts and... Party poopers Mm -hmm. that can throw you off your game. Now, I talked about religion and faith but it comes in so many forms baking like i'm doing a great job baking and then someone comes along and says you can't do it like that baking is a science i'm like it is because i just grab Uh a handful of this and
0: that's what i say
1: you and other people (laughs) but like but yet you enjoy my baklava you enjoy everything i make pretty much sometimes i screw up but i don't measure like that It is not a science. The science for me is emotion and heart and love. You know what I'm saying? So, and then, you know, then I start freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, I have to get one of those scales and measure it. And, oh, I have to measure it in a cup this way. And, oh, it's, it's too much. Just live your life. You're a good hearted person. Walk your walk. There are too many voices right now. And there are too many voices because everyone's trying to make a buck. Honestly, everyone sees the traditional way of making money is now gone. So all these people are online telling you you have to buy their course, and they get so protective of like that. They're like so hungry and greedy to make money a certain way that it, they don't care how it's affecting people. Everybody's selling a course now. You know, I may sell a course in the future, but I I hope that. I don't behave like that. I hope that it's done with integrity and a sense of openness and a sense of sharing. Right.
0: It should come from a place of abundance rather than a place of scarcity. And there's a lot of, if you don't, if you don't take my course, then you can't do such and such. Yeah.
1: You'll never make it without my course (laughs) or you'll never make it, you know, whatever
0: walk your walk, figure out what works for you.
1: Anyway, that's the message for today. Love you guys. Talk to you in a few days. Don't let the turkeys get you down, or don't let the party poopers poop on you. Be well. Talk to you later.
0: Bye-bye.